Welcome to Green River College's GatorCast. This is Green River College's podcast series. This is Suzanne Johnson, president at Green River College. We've been exploring a variety of topics that are especially relevant to the students at Green River College. And today, our topic is employment opportunities and employment readiness. And we are with Amrit Gill, who is an employment specialist. If I'm remembering correctly, your office is in the Career and Advising Center. Um, Welcome, Amrit. Hi, happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Um, One of the most common things that students ask me is, how do I get a job? How do I get a job uh, when I finish college? And so that is one of the reasons that you're here today. So before we get into this whole employment readiness and how to go about finding your next steps in terms of employment after being a student at Green River, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so I have had a variety of work experiences and I think that helps me see uh, multiple lenses into opportunities um, and also helps me to help students sell themselves better too because I've had to do just that um, working anything from being a nurse assistant to teaching English abroad to helping brand management um, for music labels. There's been a variety of things to do. And every time I went for another opportunity that might have not been related to my previous experiences, I've had to sell myself to such an ability. And I love being able to show people that, that it doesn't matter what you've worked as, you brought some type of strength, some type of skill on. Um, So that's why I find this work pretty rewarding just shared a whole bunch of things that I would rather have a podcast about on another day <laughs> besides talking about, um, you know, career readiness today. Um, just want to circle back, though, a little bit. So you've had a lot of different employment experiences, which is so great for our students to listen to and hear, because I think sometimes when they see people working at a college, they think that that's what they went to school for. That was their destination. They took the courses, they got their degree, they got the job, and they're done, not realizing that any number of us at a, at a college or a business, wherever it might be, have really interesting journeys to get to the place that they are at at the, this particular time. And I think a lot of our students are exploring, right? And they come into the college with different histories and experiences. They come in and out of the college gaining more experience. Um, just kind of curious, you taught English uh, abroad. Where was that? In China, um, in a small island called Hainan. It's right next to Hong Kong. Um, when when did you do that and for how long? That was 2014 to 15. Um, wow. that, was, that was particularly memorable because traveling had always been one of my dreams. And that was the first venture I took to for that dream to come true. And um, and I can't like underemphasize, uh, like circling this back, like to the people who were my advisors at the time, to people, um, to the supervisors that I was employed under and their encouragement towards these things. Um and it's, it's interesting because that became such a moving part of me, like emotionally, but also professionally. Like now, like even when I was uh, applying for this job, um, it became a plus on there to see like, you're, you know, you're willing to try new things. You're willing to take on these new responsibilities, these these things that you might have not had much resource on. You know, it's a whole nother country. Um but yeah, it's it, it was amazing. Um, I, th- I think students, I'm just going to rant here a little bit, but I think students see like career and employment as like this certain stage of their life rather than a fluid experience throughout their whole lives. Oh, you know what I mean? Good point. Good point. I, I think I had to learn that when I started uh, advising students on employment uh, readiness 
that it's like whatever you've already done is a part of your career exploration. Like your whole life is just trying to figure out what am I into, you know, and it all melds together in the end. You know, it's so so interesting that you bring this up because in an earlier podcast, which will have aired by the time this one is out, um, we had uh, Josh Stafieri and right, our career specialist at, at Green River, and we talked exactly about what you just said, which is, you know, when students are choosing what to study at college, whether it's here, where they transfer, or they're thinking about what do I want to do, you know, when I'm done being a student, they oftentimes think about that this is like, as you're saying, this is the time when I'm supposed to make this decision. And that's the decision I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. And that's such a unbelievable amount of pressure to put on yourself and sometimes it leaves students in a sort of a paralysis state, right? That they they are so overwhelmed by thinking that they have to make a decision for the whole their whole life that they just can't because they're afraid to make the wrong decision, right? When in reality, as you say, it's a journey. It's very fluid. So you make the decision right now that best suits who you are now. It might not be the right decision 5, 10, 15 years down the line. So that opens up a really, I think, a great segue into our topic today, which is all about employment readiness and uh, exploring career options uh, after being a student at Green River. And so I'd like to ask you, what are some of the fundamentals that Green River students should think about when it comes to being ready to apply for a job or pursue a particular career? I always advise students at least start off with a master resume. And a master resume is just a complete collection of all the activities you've ever done, employment uh, that you've ever had, club activities, volunteer experiences. Just keep like that master record. So even if you decide to, even if you don't even keep it in resume format, if you just have them in a collection, then you can put it easily into a resume later on. And you have the exact dates of when you did those things. You have the descriptions of of things you did um, so that you can remember it later to draw from. So collect your experiences. They're all valuable. You know, even if you don't feel like, oh, I just did this side project, et cetera, it's probably much more important than you think it is, especially when you start to sell yourself to employers. Secondly, I would say keep in mind the professionalism skills that you have. And this might be, you know, how good are you are you at expressing yourself verbally? Um, how good are you at expressing yourselves in writing, especially through emails? Um, and there's there's a variety of ways to check this. And uh, I would always advise talking to your teachers, talking to your advisors, getting some pointers on these types of things because it's going to affect like everything that comes through going through your programs and afterwards if you're seeking employment. If you're working on it now, the skill will build exponentially. Another thing I really like to do with students because it's I feel it's integral is reflecting on your past experiences and what did you enjoy about those experiences? You know, some people really enjoy um, leading a team, leading a group through an activity or a project that they have in class. Um, some people really, really enjoy public speaking believe it or not, and, and, and just drawing upon those. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, you know, a lot of students that are listening to this are thinking, no, nope. <laughs> not me. Public speaking, no, right. But you'd be surprised once you start drawing on these past experiences. You like doing things that you're like, oh, yeah, of course I like that. But you never really thought about it. You're always like looking to these like new subjects and new topics, which is amazing, um, and new opportunities and thinking, what am I, what 
could I possibly like from these experiences? But but you should really actually reflect on what have you enjoyed thus far about your experiences and use that to propel the decisions forward, if that makes sense. You, you know, these are great pieces of advice because one of the things we like to do in as many podcasts as possible is we like to give students, you know, action steps. You know, what should they do next after listening to this, you know, episode? And creating this, uh, as you're calling it, a master resume, what a, what a great tool, right? Which is essentially uh, the student collecting all of the experiences they've done. And for some, I mean, they've had lots of part-time jobs, lots of full-time jobs, maybe even, even while they're going to school, or they've done all kinds of volunteer activities, right? So here's an action, everybody. Making time to start jotting down you know, what, did, what What was my first work experience or what was my first volunteer experience and starting to log that in on a piece of paper or papers as it might be and remembering the dates, the years, how long you did things. I think that's a great piece of action advice. The other uh, that you were just mentioning in terms of reflecting on the experiences, this becomes a really interesting action item for all of our listeners, too, because no matter what we're doing, some, sometimes we like to think about what we do next, right? And people want to know, what's the right next thing to do? So as you're pointing out, not just logging all of these experiences, but recall, reflect back on, was this one of the most fun things you've ever done? Was it one of the most enjoyable things? And the alternative is also true. Was that a thing that you would never in your wildest dreams ever want to ever get involved with doing again, right? <laughs> and I'm sure we all have, you know, some of those really great joy moments and some of those really, oh, never again. I'm so glad I survived that kind of moments. That is really helpful, I think, for students on a couple of levels. One is it's helping them become more focused on the types of, on the types of careers that might be the ones that they would want to pursue again or in the future, but it also helps them identify areas that they might want to study. Are you finding that students, uh, when, when you meet with students, and I guess, you know, you're, you're an advisor in our career and advising office. In fact, maybe we should talk about how can people find you at the end of this podcast today? Where are you located on this campus? Oh, yeah. I'm in um, SA149 <laughs> in the Career and Advising Center. Um, we are called, at least the department that I work in is Career Services, but we're in that same office. You just go to the front desk, just state your problem, and we'll help you find an advisor that can answer your questions. Excellent. So when, when students meet with you and you recommend you know, creating this master resume, um, asking them to reflect on their experiences, um, what's the usual reaction? It's usually, it takes time uh, to draw out these answers. So there's, there might be a little pondering. Um, but it's really interesting what comes out because these are natural responses people have to, say, stress. Because I like to ask, all right, that job that you had, um, what problem arose that you remember and how did you deal with that problem? So I'm not drawing a positive experience sometimes. I'm trying to draw from a negative, stressful experience. How did you react? And the way that they react is usually in, in an amazing manner. Um, so, like I said, some people might take leadership roles in a, in a problematic situation. Some people are more diplomatic. Some people are initiators and activators. And so when I get these answers, you see this like dawn upon their face like, oh, yeah, I tend to deal with things that way. And so that kind of soundboard, you know, to just to get their minds jogging, I think is one of the most helpful things. Wow. So it sounds to me like there's just a lot of um, 
exploration of not just what the experience was, but how they responded and reacted. Do you find that this is a, a process that helps students find um, a lot of strengths and and qualities that they would not have ordinarily thought to list about themselves? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people expect that forward exploration, but since I, I really emphasize this past exploration because of that, it's one thing seeing you're taking, uh, you know, t assessments are great and inventories are wonderful, but sometimes it doesn't hit home when you see these strengths on a piece of paper. But when you're reflecting on your own experiences and those emotionally significant experiences, then once you realize um, these are my strengths and that finally internalizes, I think that's, it gives a lot more clarity on making the next decisions in your path. It's really important ways to think about how to build the, the best way to sell yourself in the context of, especially on paper, right? That's the initial contact anybody's going to, to have before the face-to-face -face interview, yes? And that brings up the other piece of recommendation, which was the professionalism issue, aspects um, in terms of writing, in terms of speaking. And I know, you know, we might be fairly comfortable speaking in public, not everyone is, but in the context of writing, we all, need to have the ability to express ourselves in written form that, um, you know, will resonate, right? Will make sense to another person who's reading that resume. Do you provide help for students in terms of writing their resumes? Absolutely. That's actually a really fun thing to do because of all this drawing upon experiences and building upon the skills that they have. Um, so I like to delve into the skills the most, but we do, we definitely do resumes, cover letters, help with mock interviews. So there's a variety of resources we can help with. Well, we're going to talk about resources in just a second. Um, <laughs> and I have a feeling that we're going to have some additional resources that we're going to be linking to this podcast today on our website, which is greenriver.edu forward slash GatorCast. That's actually where you can subscribe everybody to this podcast series. But it's also where we post resources that are linked to each of our podcasts. So let's talk a little bit more about the resume writing. And it's a starting point, right? Resume is a starting point to being employment ready. What are some pointers for making a solid resume? Yeah, like I said, the skills section is one of my favorites for that reason. It's like I like delving into how or why a person is most skilled in that area. So, for example, a very common phrase that people put on their resume is that they're an excellent communicator which is wonderful, but everybody says that. <laughs> so it's good to ask how or why are you an excellent communicator? What's kind of different from the next person, you know, to you and how you communicate with people? So it might be something like, I, I'm very, I'm a very good listener. I'm understanding of people. I let people bent or calm down. And th these are things we can, you know, make more eloquent on a resume. But if you can parse that information out and get those details out, then it speaks a lot louder than just saying, excellent communicator. It's way too general. And then even more going into detail with the other parts of the resume, like the descriptions for a job, um, instead of just, you know, you know, like regurgitating the roles, which a lot of people, like they can look those things up. That's not pertinent. Um, but rather to highlight uh, projects that you might have done or any positive changes that you were part of um, at your workplace or your, or your volunteer place or your church or what have you. That's also something that'll help you stand out a little bit more. And I would say uh, tailor each resume to each job. 
Aha, uh-huh. not a standard resume for anything you apply to. Oh yeah, and it's it's so obvious when you see one resume that you know has been shot out to 50 application to 50 positions and you don't want to be that person. <laughs> right, right. So two things I think uh, I'm hearing. Number one, there are some fairly standard elements to a resume, right? There's the personal information, contact information, there's a skill section, and then there's the job uh, that one is seeking or position uh, that one is seeking. Um, What are the other standard elements of a resume? Well, you can put a variety of things on there. The resumes are really creative in that sense. So it depends on what position you're going for. So this is good to know. Yeah. Because sometimes students think that, you know, or or anybody might think that there's a one format fits all. And you're saying resumes can vary in terms of format and content. Absolutely. Um, As I said, it totally depends on the position you're going for, what kind of field it is. Like somebody who's going for graphic design is going to have a very differently tailored resume than somebody who's going for a mechanical engineering position that's going to highlight their skills. So skills is something that I think I would encourage to put on a resume, but you don't necessarily actually have to have it. Mm -hmm. Um, I always say that resumes are pretty much the qualifiers for the interview. So you're selling your qualifications. If you make it to the interview, you're just selling your personality. So let's just worry about the qualifications for now, but we won't make it so dry and so general that they don't know who you are through the words. It's all you have. You have that piece of paper or you know PDF uh, submitted to them, and that's all they know of you. So if you can sell your skills in a personable light, that's what we're trying to gear the wording towards. Right. And the importance of being able to express in written form. There you right. go. Full so circle. That, yeah. So that you can get that in, in-person interview. Um, the other thing, though, I'm hearing uh, is that you need to tailor your resume for each job you're applying for. And I've heard in the context of, you know, even applying for colleges as transfer students, in terms of a personal statement, they need to be tailored as well. Right. It's not you've written your personal statement and you just pop it into your applications to all the transfer schools. And now I'm hearing when you're preparing a resume, each resume is designed for the specific job you're applying to. Yeah, especially when you do this in such a general manner, like shoot out the same personal statement or what have you. There is something that is lacking, and that is this the specific. This, I don't even know how to say it, specificity. Excellent. <laughs> it loses its passion, basically. Um, so, for example, if you are applying to the University of Washington, is there a reason which you feel passionately about entering that school and what, what opportunities it might bring to you? That gets totally lost if you're doing a general personal statement. Right, or but, because it's located in a convenient place. Absolutely. Right. And so if you want to sell people to, like, why should you be there at that Uh, workplace, why you should be accepted to that school, show them what you're passionate about. And that means delving into the details of that school and what you bring to it in terms of fit. You know, we're touching on a lot of material and I can imagine, you know, for student listeners out there, they're thinking, wow, I just I just wanted to know how to write a resume, (laughs) you know, get one done and, and pop it out there and get some jobs. So let's talk about resources. We started talking about that a few minutes ago. What resources do we have here for uh, students at Green River who are looking for, getting ready to look for um, employment, and they're wanting to get these materials together? 
Well, professors are always a great resource. They're very aware of all the departments on campus. So always look into their office hours, see if you can just hash out, hey, where do I find these resources on campus if you're ever confused? But you can always come down to the Career and Advising Center. Uh, Career Services is there, as I said, and we could help you with your resumes, cover letters, mock interviews, or just hash out where you're at in that process. There's also the Writing Center. Then they can also tutor online. So if you want to practice your writing skills, just submit it to them online and they'll be happy to help you. And of course, you can go in in person as well. And then we have the Public Speaking Center. You can make appointments online ahead of time. And that would be a great resource, especially if I I know that it's very common that People are shy uh, in terms of uh, public speaking. So that would be a great resource. And, you know, these all of these things are free. So it's great to take advantage of them. <laughs> well, let's back up on that statement. All of these resources are free, are free for <laughs> Green River College students. Now, I know that the public speaking lab is uh, in the first floor of our library on campus. Where is our uh, writing center located? In the RLC building. RLC. And then let's talk about these mock interviews and cover letter writing uh, workshops and resume writing workshops. Where does a student find um, a schedule for that? We don't have a schedule, actually. You would just come straight to the Career and Advising Center and go to the front desk and tell them what did. I want a cover letter done. Or I want to work on a resume. And they'd actually set you up with a one-on-one appointment with so this a career is advisor. Appointment by demand, right? One-on-one. One-on-one. And for free. Yep. That's terrific. Lesser known things. You know, students sometimes don't have the opportunity uh, when they're on campus. They're driving to campus. They hop out of the car or the bus, get to class, do their class, and then are off campus. But all of these resources are available. Absolutely. And I, I know that I know that you're in the Career Advising Center because I see you often when I pass around that area. So lots of resources. Lots of ability to meet a student um, at a time that's convenient, that will work for the student schedule as well as staff availability. Um, so if there was one thing, if you could only offer one thing as advice for a student to do to prepare for the workplace world, what would it be? I would say to ask questions. And whether that's about difficulties in your academic work, ask your professors. If you're not sure about your plan, ask the Career and Advising Center. If you're not sure about uh, which field you want to go into, ask people you know that might work in those fields or reach out on LinkedIn and ask questions. You'd be surprised how many people want to give you answers. So I feel uh, regardless of what point you're at in your path, um, asking questions will, will open up doors for you as well, maybe to opportunities also that you didn't really consider in the first place. So I would say ask questions. Ask questions. And that leads to ask questions of others, which brings up the important element that we encourage our Green River students every day to do, which is to reach out, connect. We are here. Uh, Amrit is here at Career and Advising. The faculty members, the classroom instructors that you have are there to not just talk about uh, the content of that day's lecture or lab section, they're there to talk to you about your future, your career aspirations, your, your dreams, your fears. As our advisors and a lot of staff on this, on this college campus, and if you come to Pizza with the President, you can talk to me as well. But take that step. 
So many times a student thinks they're the only one that has the question they have, and they think everyone else already knows that information. I assure you that that is incorrect. If you have that question, hundreds of other students have it as well. We're all there with the same questions. Am I overstating that at all, Amrit? No, not at all. <laughs> right. It becomes so important for all of you listeners out there, especially for those Green River College students, to recognize that whatever questions you have, others have it too. That's the process and part of being in college. You have more questions than you have answers, and every answer that you receive, it'll give you more questions. That's the fun and the journey of life. So in terms of focusing on action steps, what would you say to our listeners today to do next? I would probably draw back to the fundamentals we were talking about. If anything else, just make a little T-chart. Just, you know, put down on one side, what did I like most? And on the other side, what did I like least? And just write down your experiences on the left or right and just brainstorm, you know, have fun with it. It's uh, it's not being graded or anything. Just just jot down whatever thoughts come out, and you might be surprised what you find. So work on that master resume. Make sure you work on the reflections in relation to how you felt about each of those items. And let's circle back to that other recommendation that Amrit gave to all of us today, which is looking at those professionalism skills, such as writing and speaking. The reason, one of the reasons that students at Green River need to take courses, regardless of what their interest and career would be, the reason that they're taking courses that require that they speak in class, taking communications classes, or that they're taking classes in English composition is because no matter what job you do, you have to express yourself in clear ways and in ways in which employers would want you to express yourselves in terms of representing their job or office or business or company. Amrit, employment readiness? Yeah, come down and see us at the Career and Advising Center and just set up an appointment with us. We'll be happy to see you. Excellent. Keep in mind, everybody, students who are here at Green River are on their way to something else, whether it's another institution or the next job in their career path. We are here as a bridge and a destination for your future. You've been listening to GatorCast, that great, that's Green River College's podcast. Suzanne Johnson, thanks for being with us today. Mm-hmm.